0: About what? Exactly.
1: Good evening, about what podcast listeners? This is Justin, your co-host. And Ty, the
0: other co-host.
1: Would we both be hosts or co-hosts or both?
0: Oh, we've been over this before. I know, but I don't
1: think I ever learn.
0: Maybe that's the whole purpose of about what is, that's what it came down to is, are we hosts? Are we co-hosts?
1: Or are we just a couple of dipshits talking in the basement?
0: Yeah, so as soon as we get an answer for that question, we will probably change the name of the podcast. Wow! Well, you yep. just slapped my leg there.
1: Yes. Well, it's better than coughing.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I I did come prepared this week with cough drops. Uh, I don't know if uh, the last episode you people heard that uh, I was coughing throughout the whole thing and
1: uh, and you promised to edit them out, but that, that was
0: yeah. it was a, a a failed a futile promise
1: well because it would have taken a lot out of you to go back through and listen to to a (laughs) couple of idiots for the whole time just to find when you were coughing and cut them out
0: yeah i i need to be more heavily invested in this podcast i think
1: what you really need is just a cough button
0: what i need is a cough drop and i brought them this week (laughs) okay
1: well that's that's fair so how how has your week been so far
0: it's, it's getting nasty out there. Um, by nasty, I mean we're having this mountain inversion that we always get. Yeah, and it's let's see, I can feel it in my trachea, and you know it just dries out the the whole respiratory system from mouth to lungs. But diaphragm. you've
1: always you've always had a problem with your respiratory system and your lungs and things. Yeah, and so dry, bad, shitty air.
0: Yeah, my respiratory system
1: shit. <laughs> Well, maybe it's time to get it overhauled.
0: Yeah, probably so. I'm going to go talk to the doctor about that.
1: I wonder what they can do. Do you think they can run some cleaner through you or something?
0: Uh, well, I know that uh, President Trump was asking that question when we had COVID.
1: Oh, yeah. Clorox yeah. or...
0: Yeah, can't we a... just uh, inject disinfectant into <laughs> people?
1: It's an excellent idea, and we can actually do it. But I'm I'm afraid the results would be.
0: Well, we we know what the results were because there were some dumbass people. I mean, that you want to know <laughs> how stupid people are. That's how stupid people are. Is oh, the president said maybe we should maybe we could inject disinfectant into ourselves, and they did it.
1: Yeah, it's bad <laughs> enough we have the president saying it, but yeah, the that. fact that there's the people out there that yeah. listen and
0: you know take action on that. Probably the worst part. Sometimes I forget just how stupid the average American is. I think, was it, uh, what, 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 I think was it George Carlin that said, just, you know, think for a second about the average American and how stupid the average American is, and then realize that half of the people are even stupider than that.
1: I don't know if it was George Carlin. I've, I've, you know seeing a lot of his specials and things like that listen mm-hmm. to some of his uh you know stand up specials yeah but the the thing is is I agree with it, oh yeah um and it it is kind of scary when you start thinking about it you know, but in the same you know the same token there's a lot of mm-hmm. people that are super intelligent as well that yeah that that's almost as you mm-hmm. know almost as threatening to me. <laughs> Yeah. You know, in certain ways. I mean, I'm, I'm glad those people exist, but, you know, and then and then you've got the ones that are in between that are so intelligent mm-hmm. that common sense doesn't exist or, or yeah. general living sense, you
0: know. Yeah, this is something that makes me wonder all the time, where do I fit on the spectrum? Because, I, I mean, my IQ is over 100, so I know that I'm on that end of the spectrum. But I know it I think what is it 133 that it tops out at and there's yeah. like just a handful of people who have ever had a, an IQ that high. Um, well,
1: and here, here's the other thing too. It depends on what IQ test you're speaking about as well because true. I've taken multiple IQ tests, mm-hmm. you know, and I can ace the Facebook ones almost every time. yeah well so,
0: yeah, because the Facebook ones are designed, I'm, I'm convinced that they're designed to make stupid people feel smart.
1: Yeah, I think I got a 178 on it once, which yeah. is very strange. <laughs> but there yeah. was another one I got, a you know, a 12.
0: Yeah, I figure you're probably a few points ahead of me on IQ. Yeah, I don't know if that's the case. No, I've always figured you were. Well, don't you think... I mean, I, I figure I'm probably in the 115 to 110 to 115 range. You're 120 to 120.
1: 25 you know i really appreciate that Mm -hmm. uh you saying that i i don't know if that'd be true i would consider you a few points higher than me but i guess it depends on what subject you're talking about too right because Mm -hmm. iq you know when when you see a let's say a basketball player they always use hey he has a high basketball iq yeah which means he understands the game he understands the formations you know the plays and more than just being talented at yeah. running jumping and being able to shoot the ball he actually has a high a, an understanding uh, yeah mean, a game. full understanding yeah. and and i feel like i have that for certain things but i mean obviously there's things you're far ahead of me in i mean it it all comes down to world experience right
0: yeah i think uh, mostly my uh, expertise lies in the excretions of the bovine but um yeah that's
1: which is needed? Yeah, I so. mean, where where does my experience and my expertise lie?
0: Um, cars.
1: Yeah, you know, and what good's mechanic. that
0: gonna do? Uh, <laughs> you're never gonna have to worry about breaking down on the side of the road.
1: <laughs> well, I still worry about it because I know enough about it, and I mm-hmm. I spend enough a time enough time <laughs> working on my own car. You know, my own cars as far as restoring. You know, my muscle cars. Yeah, that I don't want to touch. You know, my my standard daily
0: drivers yeah so really if you find yourself like broke down on the side of the road the thing that you should be worried about is knowing just how screwed you are <laughs> yeah that, whereas that, I, the average person get you know ends up on the side of the road they don't know hey yeah all they know is steam's coming out from under the hood and fire's coming out uh from the glove compartment and Hey, that looks like it should be
1: addressed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't, you know, I've always wondered that with IQ, though, because you, you look at these IQ tests and I don't know how, how well they really challenge mm-hmm. a, a person's expertise because it's going to be on different levels. You know, I mean, I guess when you're talking general knowledge, but, you know, even when you get into that, I'm amazed with both my kids who have graduated high school now, mm-hmm. how much they don't teach in school of just common things you know i mean obviously you know my kid had to write a check the other day uh-huh. oh he didn't have a clue and not saying they need to teach that in school because how common the, are checks anymore
0: well that that's true and they did teach uh i remember in fourth grade there was an activity where they taught us how to write a check
1: yeah and and that's understandable yeah. right mm-hmm. but but it got me thinking of all the other things you know just simply like why don't they teach you more financial preparation or life skills, right? Life skills. Yes. I mean, why, why don't I would feel more comfortable if they taught you how to change a tire, you know, Mm -hmm. how to put air in a tire, uh, how to, I I don't know, just in, in not even just life skills, but general, uh, competency Mm -hmm. skills. I mean, anything, Well, I mean, uh, you pick it.
0: Yeah. Uh, This was like, I think it was, I remember it in junior high. I think um, Mrs. Tyler, my wife, hi, sweetheart. I love You you. knew her in junior high? No, but um, I believe she had it in high school where they did like home economics and um, technology and uh, life skills sort of thing. Uh, In her class, they took all the girls and taught all the girls how to uh, change a tire and how to change oil. And so they all figured out how to, change, to remove an oil filter, remove a drain plug, and uh, you know replace them and fill up an engine. Well, and that's great. I'm sure there's a lot of skills that are taught, but but this was also twenty. 20- Thirty years, well, not thirty years, ago, but not quite.
1: But yeah, yeah. But I know, I yeah. know what you're saying. But at the <laughs> same time, when they teach skill, you know, when they teach English or history, right? Then yeah. what do they do? They test you on it, and of course. Check your competency.
0: Yeah.
1: When they teach skills, they yeah. don't check your competency on it. That's true. Yeah. And and that's that's a problem is they can teach as many things as they want. You mm-hmm. know, when I was in homac, that I was forced to take and yeah. what whatever, whatever
0: the yeah the adult life development or whatever, whatever it was. That, yeah.
1: I don't think I paid attention to anything. And so, Mm -hmm. but, but I don't, and maybe this is just Mm -hmm. the old man in me coming out now, you know, back in my day, it just seems like you came away with a better understanding of the world. And maybe that's because we didn't have a computer in our pocket at all points of the day, you know, um, you
0: know, it, it's something they used to teach you how to, you know, make a loaf of bread from scratch. Yeah. Um, or how to uh, sew on a button, how to um, hem pants or something, you know, something like that, Uh, things that people would need, life skills.
1: Yeah, there's just a lot of things, and, you know, and I guess there's, I'd hate to be a kid nowadays because of the pressure of going to school, and we've talked about it before, they want everyone, you know, to go to college, Mm -hmm. get a degree, be a doctor. Yeah. You know, or or an upper echelon job yeah. and, and the trade jobs mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, really this country was built on, you mm-hmm. know, um, the industrial jobs of we, any kind and the yeah. special trades, they're like going away.
0: We need machinists. We still need machinists. We need
1: mechanics. We need shoe repairmen. There's no shoe repairmen. Yeah. Yeah. There was one cobbler here in the valley that finally went out of business. There's no more cobblers. Oh,
0: that's a shame.
1: I did have some peach cobbler. Yeah, that's delicious. Wait, I didn't. Did I try it? I can't. We bought some for my. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't even peach. Health, I remember. I don't eat cobbler pie very, very, very rarely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, I'm going on a sugar diet now. Are oh, you? Yeah. yeah. You're going to start just eating
0: tons of sugar? No, the opposite. Oh, you're cutting all sugar. Out. Yeah.
1: Did I say that wrong?
0: I don't know. It kind of depends on who you're talking to. I, I think guess. my IQ just went down five
1: points. Yeah, well, Can your a... IQ go up and down like the stock market? I would assume so. I mean, if you're not feeling well or if you haven't slept.
0: I would think that there's probably days where you feel sharper or you are more sharp on um, other days.
1: Well, I haven't slept well in the last week. And I, I'll tell you, and you know this about me, about a month ago, I, I took a fall in my own kitchen because yep. I busted just did your ribs, yeah, landed right on the corner of the granite countertop, mm. right in my chest, and broke yeah. my ribs and bruised my lungs. And it's still affecting me, but you know, it made it really hard to sleep. But I think mm-hmm. for the longest time, and it's getting a little better now. I can still feel it, and it's still yeah. bothering me. They said it could take
0: months to completely go away. Well, that's because you've injured bone, and bone, especially at our age, it's now's when bone starts to uh, lose the marrow and and become more like a rock and less like a uh, spongy tissue
1: speaking of our age that's what i find you know both funny and kind of ridiculous is these are the things that happen now you know when i when i was younger you know i play football and play basketball and take a lot of hard hits.
0: Oh, I'm sure you've taken a lot of helmets to the ribs, right? Yeah,
1: keep going at all this. And then I hurt myself either going down the stairs or going into my kitchen. (laughs) I mean, I'm not even safe at home in my pajamas going into my own kitchen. So what the hell?
0: Very true.
1: I mean, you know, people joke about it that that's, you know, what happens when you get older. And I'm not that old. I mean, I wouldn't even say I'm middle-aged yet.
0: No, you're what, 45?
1: 45, yeah. and and good hell i mean i just don't get and i i'm Mm -hmm. in fairly decent shape i mean not the best shape you could be but Mm -hmm. i'm not you know horrible shape but those are the things when i get hurt you know Mm -hmm. last time i hurt my foot is because i was going down the stairs when it was dark and i didn't realize i was already down thought there was another step and ouch kind (laughs) of did a weird double Mm -hmm. over and landed yeah. on the floor. It's just stupid shit like that. It, mm-hmm. I mean, is that is that just going to keep getting worse? Is that what I have to look forward to? Because if it is, then maybe I'll just check myself into a home right
0: now. Uh, let's see. There was, there was a practice that people or that doctors recommended. They recommended that while you brush your teeth you uh, brush your teeth while standing on one foot. Just to help develop your sense of balance, because if you do, if you uh, brush your teeth while standing on one foot, then you're less likely to have uh, injury, injurious falls in your elder years.
1: I, I cannot believe you have told me this because now I'm going to have to do it every night when I brush my teeth. You're welcome. And one of these times, I'm going to fall down. Yeah. The toothbrush is going to lodge itself into the back of my throat. Either that,
0: or you know, it'll bounce off the floor and land up your ass yeah but then you'll have to get a new toothbrush
1: no not necessarily i'm just
0: swap it with your son's toothbrush. well no They'll i've
1: got an electric know. toothbrush you'll never know that's true I got an, it's got those ends you oh pull yeah on. That, <laughs> i love it inch, yeah. i i was uh a late convert to the electric
0: toothbrush not as late as me have you not got one yet? I'm still doing the old manual thing. Get
1: you an electric
0: toothbrush. I know you can get one for like thirty
1: bucks. A good mm-hmm. Oral B one with that yeah. round head. Mm-hmm. It brushes so much better. Yeah, and it's actually just as cheap when you think about it because the ends yeah. are like mm-hmm. six, seven dollars a piece yeah. or something. You as, change them every as much six as months.
0: A, a high quality toothbrush, right? And
1: now. it just recharges. Yeah. You know, I mm-hmm. I like it, but I was a late
0: convert to it. I wish, mm-hmm. wish I would have done it sooner. All right. well you've converted me to a lot of things it's uh it's due to you that I've uh, gotten instapot also um, a bamboo a, a, a bamboo pillow uh,
1: now how did is that because we took a nap together once no and...
0: you recommended that get the this uh, bamboo body the, pillow body pillow yeah do you like it I do
1: so you have the full-body mm-hmm. pillow bamboo yeah. with the memory foam in it? Yep. I, it. I love mine. Yeah. I've had it a few years, and I my wife doesn't like it. She thinks it's like having another person in bed with us because it takes up so much room. Oh. But well, if your dog
0: slept on your
1: bed. Well, our dog does sleep yeah. on our bed.
0: Our, our, our cat sleeps on our bed, and he is a bed hog.
1: Oh, I also converted you to iPhone.
0: That's true. You got me over to the iPhone. You, you've got me now on does your hours.
1: wife know this or is she going to be listening to this and be angry at me for costing you so much money Oh
0: no she she's uh, she was on an iPhone I think before me Well what about the pillow um she's not gonna be upset okay well no. Mrs. Tyler I apologize if she remembers well she she might not remember because it, it's been a few years now yeah it's been probably five or six years
1: well now that we don't work together daily and have yeah. stuff to talk about every mm-hmm. single day i i can't yeah. influence you as heavily but i did get you just to uh, contemplate going to an electric toothbrush
0: yeah just within the last five minutes
1: if anything they clean better
0: yeah I, and i believe
1: that i know that they do they, especially with that round head Mm-hmm. And see, this is another middle aged thing, you know. Mm-hmm. We're we have all these things we can talk about and think yeah. about, you know, because, you know, when you're younger, it's the opposite sex, it's music, yeah. it's cars, mm-hmm. it's whatever it is, you know. Yeah. But when you get older, it's it's toothbrushes and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, what kind of pillow you have.
0: I was uh, gonna get my toothbrush from Harbor Freight. They you know got those little. Um, metal wire bristle brushes yeah I cleaning think, parts i
1: think they would clean really well but i
0: i think probably take the enamel off right with it wouldn't
1: I? yeah it'd probably save you some money on toothbrushes in the in the end because there's all my teeth. most your teeth would fall out yeah, yeah. which i've actually you know we've got a an older gentleman that's a friend of mine that mm-hmm. you know as well that he he went and got all false teeth oh and he says it's the best thing he's ever done. He can't believe he spent so many years going to the <laughs> dentist back and forth and mm-hmm. spent all that money. You know, he went and got these teeth. And Are they implants? They're implants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you can take them out. Can you have implants that come out?
0: Yeah. Implants I, um, are screwed to your yeah,
1: jaw. I think they had to do a surgery on his jaw and yeah. put the screws down him, but he yeah. can take them out and mm-hmm. just throw them in a, Okay. cleaner or whatever that'd be nice wouldn't it yeah your teeth are brushing themselves then, all night long then
0: you just it's kind of like putting a puzzle back together every morning right
1: well yeah they just go right in and yeah.
0: and you know the, i wonder what you look like um when you take all your teeth out he, he you can tell when he has yeah. his teeth out because he's got little screws sticking out well his no guns. you don't see the
1: screws oh. but his mouth looks kind of sunken in like oh mm-hmm. like that you know i mean you can tell he's gumming it yeah you know mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting, but I mean, at the same time, I mean, one of those things. Yeah. That's like okay. As soon as you got all your adult teeth, have them pulled, get your get the implants put in. Yep. you can take them in and out. If you ever break one, they're already on file, so they just yeah build you another one and send it in the mail.
0: That makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, that's uh that's something to think about.
1: What do you think about? I was listening. I can't even remember whose podcast I was listening to, but there's certain insects and things that, uh, you know, can lose a limb
0: or whatever mm. and can grow them back. Yes, uh, there are certain insects that will do that. Um, lizards will also do that. Uh, like iguanas will regrow tails.
1: Do you think there will ever be a way we can somehow implant that gene into humans? Regenerate?
0: Yeah. I know that they've um, been... Exper- I don't know that they're current. They might currently be experimenting, but that's probably something for another episode where we go into conspiracy theories, um, because you know then you get into governments trying to well because you know, the Nazis tried doing stuff like that. Well, I do know.
1: That- I do know they are trying to grow organs, yeah, and stuff. You know, um, mm-hmm. which brings me, you know, to something they were talking about: autonomous cars in the future mm-hmm. and how possibly once you know it'll be to where i can't even remember who said it i was listening to a podcast somewhere but they said they they seen in the future that what would be happening was you know your old cars like cars i'm into you would have to go drive them on a track or something like that yeah and it was talking about autonomous cars and how they'd all be programmed and driving out there and you know it would certainly kill people Mm -hmm. you know doing it but yeah the the question is is they're pretty sure it would be 100th the amount of people. And Mm -hmm. as accidents happened, they would be able to learn the AI from that. Correct. Mm -hmm. And they said, one of the issues that's going to cause is they figure if they become fully autonomous and and let's say we're down the road a ways and they, they're doing really well and we're only, you know, only 5% of the people are dying.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: A lot of people that are sick, and in hospitals are going to die now because there isn't going to be any organs donated. Sure. Yeah, which that's know, a problem. That's a perfect example mm-hmm. of you know, this is a great solution, but we don't yeah. look at
0: but what, at what, what cost. Yeah, no.
1: at what cost? What's the backlash? What yeah. things you know? What things down the chain affect? Yeah, something like this, you know, and that's something we don't think about.
0: Well, it, but at the same time, do we really want to have all these reckless drivers out there? Because I mean, it's not having aggressive drivers out there is not beneficial to society because then you, I mean, if, sure, they kill enough people, then they can do a lot of organ transplants. But with all those organ transplants from all the dead people, then you also have a a depleted working class because there's fewer uh, workers that are still alive to go do jobs
1: yeah i I don't know i mean the
0: world starts to grind to a halt
1: you know i'm not one of you know when they were big on tesla for Mm -hmm. you know a couple of them got out of control and killed people yeah that was probably by design (laughs) probably but you know the the thing is that that doesn't bother me i mean obviously anybody dying bothers Mm -hmm. me but but for progress things need to happen you know and sometimes
0: and so i think it's bad is for the better good so here's my solution. Let's, okay. Let's take the aggressive drivers out there. I mean, we we have technology now where we can we can immediately spot aggressive drivers.
1: Well, we yeah we can we yeah. can spot them with technology. Exactly. You know, based on their braking and their acceleration. I mean, and
0: I, I now work. Uh, I started a new job. Uh, two weeks ago, so I'm just at the end of my second week here, and it's going really well. But it's only ten minutes away from home, and. In that 10-minute drive home, there was like a dozen really aggressive drivers on the road. And this was like 4.30 in the afternoon. This wasn't even like peak rush hour time. But there was people just driving like maniacs on the road. And I thought, this is ridiculous. We're in the middle of winter. You know, this is when roads get iced up you know, be a little cautious and, and stop riding people's tails, stop, you know, whipping in and out of traffic, because then you're going to spin out of control and then into somebody else. So if we can pinpoint those aggressive drivers, and the the bad drivers, and then we kill them and harvest them, or we can just put them on, like, life support and harvest the organs as needed, because that's one of the other big things, is when you have an organ that becomes available, you have a very limited amount of time yeah but if you had this put in.
1: this you know person mm-hmm. on life support that you needed yeah you could just kill them when you're ready
0: exactly and yes so, so that's my whole thing it's like yeah then you know these people can go on vacation while waiting for a kidney like oh yeah you go on vacation, those kidneys will be there and ready to harvest as soon as you get back.
1: The only problem I have with that is I know a lot of these people, they're going to end up in the hospital.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean it.
1: I mean as the aggressive driver. Yeah. And in some days, I guess that could be me. I am a—I would say I'm a pretty...
0: Well, unfortunately, my my wife's brother would definitely be in there, and so I got to take that into account um, to check myself before saying. Well, maybe this isn't. Such here,
1: a here's idea. the other thing: what if we identified
0: the most aggressive yeah. of them and started doing that? Yeah, just start Which, at the top, and then that's kind of uh, what was it? Averse. A
1: well, yeah, it would curtail yeah. everyone else's. Yeah. What, what,
0: what is it? It's a, something. Mm. It has a dissuading effect on others. There's Hor- a word for it. Horny. No. Oh, no, it's not I'll, that. I'll think of it when we get on to our break or probably uh, 3 o'clock tomorrow That's afternoon.
1: generally when we think of everything because I, yeah. I don't know why it is, but we both seem to get stage yeah. fright. Yeah. Even though we're not on a stage.
0: No. and Right that, in front of anyone. And I don't feel like I'm putting on too much of a performance for our, our customer? A customer? Are you a customer? No, you're a listener. I don't feel like I'm putting on too much of a performance for our listener. Maybe I ought to put more effort into that.
1: Well, i that's one thing I can say is I don't feel like I've ever put on a performance either. Yeah. I think we just pretty much... Maybe I should put on more of a radio voice. It's time for about what? It's about what pod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's about... Yeah. I, I want to make sure in. you're
0: getting your dollars worth because you are our customer. But
1: don't you think that's kind of the beauty of a podcast is that we can sit here and talk across from each other and be ourselves, you know, yeah. because we haven't ever, mm-hmm. you know, sat down and recorded and just been complete bullshit. Yeah. I mean, we, we capture
0: the coughs. Yeah. The laughs. The You're welcome. The, <laughs> yeah. The everything. I, the, I mean. Yeah. The coughs that I produce for you.
1: Well, I'm sure (laughs) I will produce some at some point as well. Yeah. We we need to get more fart
0: noises in this, don't we? I'm going to program some into our system here. Which kind of leads me to another... um, uh, To throw a complete tangent at you. So it is uh, the Christmas season. It is. And so while listening to the local radio station...
1: Depending on who you talk to.
0: That's true. Um, Yeah. It's... uh, yeah, it's that wonderful magical time of the year. Uh, where we have all kinds of holidays, whether you're Christian or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's no place like home for the holidays. So what what were you getting at there? So listening to the local Christian or the local uh, music station that's playing the Christmas music, um, I was listening. They they played pentatonics. Uh, pentatonics is uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with them. They're a, a band that...
1: I'm familiar with the pentatonic scale on the guitar.
0: Yeah, the, these guys are an, an acapella group.
1: You, that, I mean, you know what yeah. pentatonic is. I yeah. Mean, yeah,
0: but what, these guys took the name and named their acapella group that. Okay. And they're really popular around Utah. For some reason around Utah, people love acapella groups. Um, hey, not me. No, because all I hear is bodily functions. And that's all it is like they they, they start playing on with some sort of christmas song and like <laughs> and all i hear is they yeah <laughs> that well, was out of my uh well that's that's the mystery was that out of my mouth or was it out of my other end?
1: Well, you you didn't get your ass up to the microphone quick enough. Not that fast, no. I like we. I think we spoke well, about it last week. I'm yeah. not a fan of Chris the new cu- Christmas music. Yeah. You know, I mm-hmm. I can handle. Like I don't mind some Stan uh, Manheim, yeah. Roll, Stanheim. Mm-hmm.
0: St- yeah, Stanheim Mean Roller,
1: Stanheim Man Roller.
0: I like that name. That's a great band name. Yes, <laughs> it
1: is. I I love the old Bing Crosby.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean that that to me, you know. Oh, White Christmas! I, I finally told Alexa to shut up today because I was like, hey, all right, play some Christmas music while I'm cooking dinner. And I I kept saying next, next, next. Finally, just shut up. Alexa.
1: See, Christmas music to me, I can go maybe two weeks before Christmas and that's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Be, because there's not enough of it. Like I like I don't really <laughs> like listening to any of the new stuff, but yeah. it is what it is. My wife listens to it a little bit, but I usually override when we're in the car, so we're Mm -hmm. okay. That's all right. I think it's time for our
0: first break. I think so. You okay okay with taking it? Absolutely. Okay. We'll be back in a moment. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download this free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.
1: And welcome back to About What. Uh, Tyler's taking a drink of peach tea. I'm drinking. Yep. Drinking on the job. Keep that... Uh,
0: I had some rum earlier. Did you really? Yeah. For what? Um, to warm up, actually. Oh, which, really? Which I thought was kind of interesting. It was some uh, Bacardi spiced rum. Mm-hmm. I've been putting a splash of that in our simmer pot. Um, do you, are you familiar with the concept of a simmer pot? I am. Okay. For our, our well, let's see. For our listener who's not Mrs. Tyler, um, if you're not familiar with what simmer pot is. This is like what you would consider potpourri. Um, It's a pot full of water that you set on your stove on a low setting, and you can add orange peels to this. Um, We put mulled spices in there, cloves, ginger, um, cinnamon, nutmeg. Have you ever uh,
1: thought about getting a candle warmer?
0: Yeah, we we do that as well. Oh, okay.
1: Maybe you ought to make your own candle wax melt.
0: Well, what what this does is it helps to... um, provide a nice, pleasant uh, holiday aroma, and moi- uh, humidify the air at the same time. Yeah. So that's that's what we do with our simmer pot. And I throw a splash of rum in there because the alcohol to kill any uh, mold or fungus from growing. So that's uh, the purpose of the rum.
1: And So that's why you took a pull off of it is you wanted to kill like, any fungus you had in your esophagus and stomach.
0: No, actually, oh. I was just like... Uh, it was, it was in the cupboard. I was pulling it out to put a splash in the simmer pot, and I thought, you know, I'm just going to take a little hit. I'm not going anywhere for a couple hours, <laughs> 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 and I'm such a lightweight. <laughs> well, yeah. so anyways,
1: as we just come back, mm-hmm. it's time for our newish segment, Get to Know Your Co-Host. Yeah. And tonight, I'm asking you a question.
0: Yeah, it's your turn.
1: So I'm going to get to know you.
0: All right, we're gonna to get to know a little bit more about Ty.
1: Yeah, and as this turns out, generally, once I ask you, you end up asking me, and we yeah. both answer anyways. So. Yeah, so we'll get to know each other. Yeah, at the same so time. anyways, here's the question for tonight, Mister Ty. All
0: right,
1: um, growing up, and you can kind of pick this anywhere you want. Some people would
0: say that I'm still in the process, but
1: okay. well, a lot of us are, aren't we? Yeah. What I'm did, about
0: a twelve year old boy? <laughs> what
1: did you say? Uh, growing up you wanted to be or wanted to become what what did you see not so much as hey I just wanted to be a fireman or something like that but what okay. did you like an actual career not only a career or but dream job kind of a where did you see yourself I guess is is where it is I mean, oh. what did you see yourself as being when you grew up and you know and I, I don't know where to aim this from but let's just say when you were a you know, going into high school or something, where did you think you would end up and what do you think you would be? And what um, did you want to be?
0: You know, that's, uh, that's kind of a tough question. Um, cause I, I think a lot of times I've, I didn't really think too much of it when I was gr- in the process of growing up. I uh, didn't really have much of a career goal in mind. I think I had a couple of things I wanted to do. Um, I think I would have enjoyed being like a, a pilot, uh, flying airplanes commercially. Um, not necessarily um, what, passenger airlines, but cargo planes or things like that. Now,
1: is this something you're saying you wish you would have done it now, or did you back in the day think that that's something you wanted
0: to do? Back in the day, I think that was something that I thought would be a good career path to follow. Okay. Um, another one was I thought I'd work in film. That, In fact, I still dabble in this. Obviously, we're uh, doing a podcast, some sort of, some level of performance and creativity. Uh, but, That's pushing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I always thought I'd work, uh, you know, directing or acting or doing something with film.
1: Well, and you did act in a, a few local movies, didn't you? Yeah, I've
0: uh, I've, I've made a few. Um, I've done some extra work for a couple of movies that are um, out there on available for streaming. But um, so, yeah, my career it didn't really become much of a career per se. What what stopped you? Um, lack of success or. Uh, I don't know, I guess I never really drove in that direction. It seems like in my early 20s when I was trying really hard to figure out what I wanted to do, I was going a hundred different directions and going nowhere. I think as a lot of yeah. us are, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not you know anything that's unique or special. It's just that I, I didn't have any focus.
1: Do you think it's strange that we always look at you know say career choices or career paths or hey what are you going to be when you grow up just kind of like i just asked right Mm you think it's strange that we always look at that as a young man's thing and in kind of when i mean we we think this overall but when we get to a certain age say maybe 30 or later right Mm -hmm. we we always refer to hey what did you actually want to be like everything's over now like you couldn't you know go learn a new trade or a new craft or something at this point and
0: well i i do have a mortgage
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I yeah i understand yeah. but you know it's funny because i remember when i was in high school mm-hmm. working a full-time job and going to school i still had all the time in the world yeah and i remember thinking hey when high school's over i what am I going to do when I'm just working a full-time job and have all this free time? Mm -hmm. And now it's like, there's never free time, you know, but, but don't you think it's strange how we look at our lives is, you know, you've got to plan everything when you're young and, Mm -hmm. and get into that. You think it's, do you think it is a young person's game or do you think it's just
0: more of a mindset? I hope it's just a mindset. I hope it's not a young person's game. Uh, because I would like to learn to play at least an instrument, even if it's just the bass guitar, I I have it. I need to learn how to play it. So
1: And see, for me yeah. I've digressed in that direction as I mm-hmm. used to play guitar really, really well, but yeah. that's because I played it yeah a lot mm-hmm. each day. You know, yeah. now I'll pick it up and tinker with it each day, but I don't mm-hmm. I don't really get into it. And and I'm an average guitar player. Mm-hmm. Um
0: but at some point in your life you put forth the effort to practice and to get good at it so you do have that skill or that
1: yeah but you can look at that a couple different ways mm-hmm. you know why did i waste all that time if i wasn't going to do anything with it or or proceed any further with it you know because yeah it was a passion of mine you know mm-hmm. i i wanted to be a musician you okay. know and i guess i guess i am a musician yeah I'm just not
0: a successful you, one. You did compose the, the new music for our podcast with
1: a little help from my friends.
0: Oh, no, I was just watching.
1: Or friend. Yeah. Yeah. And that was kind of a Beatles reference yeah. there, you know.
0: You got by. But what I do? You got by with a little help from your friends. I did.
1: I got high with a little help from my friends. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, never mind.
0: That's what a real man would do.
1: It sure is, but you know, it's just kind of sad when we think of everything to be a young person's game, you know, that Mm -hmm. you decide what you want to do by the time you're 18 and you pursue it, and if you don't, you just end up in a job, you know, just Mm -hmm. a regular old job, whatever it may Mm be, and that you're fairly successful at your job, Mm -hmm. and you, you know, go forward in it or whatever it is, and, Mm -hmm. and then that's it you buy a house you get yeah. married you have kids or whatever it is you do right mm-hmm. you have pets sure buy some cars and then you yeah, it's like hobbies you, it's like you said you're mm-hmm. stuck right yeah stuck's a bad way to put it um
0: but more like you're set
1: you're set that, right? to what you want to do and what's comfortable in life yeah. right you don't mm-hmm. but when you're when you're under 20 everything this the sky's the limit on everything mm-hmm. right sure. i mean you don't think of things yeah. that way because everything's ahead of you.
0: Yeah. You haven't set anything yet.
1: And shouldn't it still be that way? at be our age.
0: Probably. Yeah, probably. Um, probably to an extent with some things. I, I think it's good to keep that, um, uh, what that, um, that dreamer mentality to always keep looking for something new and something exciting. Uh, but at the same time, we do have to be responsible adults, and we have to, you know, make sure that the bills are paid, and make sure that the animals get fed, and we gotta make sure that. Oh, and you know, by animals, it could mean kids as well.
1: Well, isn't pursuing you isn't have. pursuing a career with all your might and heart, uh, uh, pretty responsible? Um, isn't happiness pretty responsible?
0: You know, that's. Uh... That's true. Um, because that's what a lot of people are scared to do. And yeah. It's something that used to be a lot more feasible. It's something that people used to um I mean, one a single person income could provide enough uh living for the whole household of, you know, uh husband, wife and two kids, right? Nowadays it seems like you have to have a two person income just to get by and that's uh so it doesn't yeah, just leave you just much. a
1: squeak by
0: yeah it doesn't leave you much wiggle room i was watching uh then i i think i told talked to you about this one i i don't think we talked about it on the podcast but um the new uh christmas story sequel called the christmas story christmas yeah And uh, watched that one with my wife recently. And uh, the theme of that is that uh, the young Ralphie Parker has grown up. And he's decided he wants to pursue a uh, career in writing as an author. So he's written a book. And he's trying to peddle his book to find a publisher. And his wife gave him, like, a whole year to get this done. So he, he wrote out... His novel, and he's, you know, taking it around to publishers and submitting it to any publishing house, and nobody's taking it. But that's kind of how a lot of things go. And he said, "No, I, you, you went with me on this. I'm, I'm gonna be a man of my word. I'm gonna live up to my obligation. Uh, I can't sell the book, so I'm gonna go get a job, just a regular, you know, grind at, at the wheel job." And, uh, you know, that's kind of one of the, the things in that movie that just makes you think, wow, you know, it's the ability to take off a year <laughs> to have that kind of money saved up. Yeah,
1: that lets you know it's a fictional yeah, movie, right? Exactly, because right. There, there isn't too many people that, yeah, not to mention a year, but even a couple of weeks, you yeah, know, I well, mean, well, most your
0: Most people are living paycheck
1: to they, paycheck. They are, yeah, they are. Or, or they're working multiple jobs. Yeah. Or whatever it is, I mean, there's and
0: probably still, but living paycheck, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's different situations, and Mm -hmm. you know, I would, I would say, for the most part, you know, we're lucky for where we live and Mm -hmm. how we live and what we have. But yeah, it it is funny that, uh, the upper class Mm -hmm. has shrunk, yeah, but at the same time became much more wealthy, yeah. The middle class is
0: yeah pretty much all disappeared yeah um and as it as it's been disappearing much the way water disappears down a bathtub drain because the middle class went from you know living pretty high on the hog from being upper middle class to being middle class to being lower middle class to being working class
1: yeah it's it's sad and there's there's a lot of problems and I, I don't know the answers. I don't mm-hmm. think anybody does at this point. I think there's been too many people that have
0: eat the rich.
1: Well, I mean that's it, right? I mean mm-hmm. it's a perfect example of you know where I think a lot of it went wrong was mm-hmm. trickle down economics. Trickle-down,
0: I mean, yeah, it doesn't work. We've proven that time and again. That yeah, it, doesn't work. it may not work, but we're living fully in yeah. that system. Oh, we certainly are. And you know this is this is how you know we've got a uh, an economy that we're we're in a recession right now and yet we have we, we have inflation through the roof and yet businesses are reporting record profits yeah and that's just it. it is like inflation is driven more by greed than it's driven by um you know theft or 100
1: percent you know, yeah. agree I mm-hmm. mean because any recession we're in these you shouldn't see these... record
0: profits in a recession no
1: you should I mean and I'm a business owner. I'm all for great profits, right? Oh, yeah. But Mm -hmm. we're talking about the, like the oil companies right now, for example. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. gas prices has been a huge issue, right? I mean, it's come down a little, but it's still a huge issue. Mm -hmm. But the the gas companies of the oil companies companies, have recorded record profits. Yeah. And so I guess when I say trickle-down economics does not work. It actually works really well for the people yeah. that put the policies in place.
0: Here's something that I noticed here locally. So we recently got a Costco in our area. Yeah. Uh, and it's taken forever to get one. But now that Costco's moved in, the, between Sam's Club and Costco, they've got a gas war going on. They're, try, they're driving each other's prices down. And so you... It, Sam's Club and Costco, you've got prices that are like 60, 70 cents less a gallon per gas, and it's insane. But it's excellent, it's awesome to watch. And yeah, at the same time, I will sit there and say, okay, you guys are willing to sell your gasoline at this kind of a price. And usually I'm on the side of the gas station owners that are like, Oh, hey, you know, we we, we sell the, the, the candy and the sodas in, inside. To try and make a profit because we don't make anything off of the gas. Well, wait a second, because <laughs> how are you able to afford to sell the gas at that kind of a uh, a loss when you know when the rest of the people in the area are way up there? So maybe the profits aren't nearly as uh, narrow margined. As no, and I,
1: and I've, I've heard that, that forever that the the gas you know, the mm-hmm. gas stations only make the money off the merchandise sold. Yeah. And I, I find that to be a little bit of bullshit because mm-hmm. especially with, you know, the last several years that we've seen, everybody pays at the pump and, you know, I, I'm yeah. sure it slowed down the amount of walk-ins, you know, mm-hmm. oh, absolutely, and, and I, yeah, I just don't find that to be true. But at the same time, I don't give Walmart or Sam's club or Costco mm-hmm. any credit because if there was only one of them here. Yeah. be gouging the shit out of us absolutely uh, i shouldn't
0: say gouging but they'd be up there with everybody else exactly but this is what we and and i guess the point i was trying to make is that that's what we'd want to see is people driving their prices down to compete for our business but instead we've got a whole bunch of big fat cats uh grocery stores or you know uh, big box stores whatever you want to call it just sitting there with their hands you know upon their big rotund bellies looking at you saying yeah screw you you're yeah gonna, you're gonna pay well yeah we you you've got the pay.
1: targets and the walmarts yeah. and the krogers that obviously fuel price is a huge mm-hmm. thing to them yeah because it it hits everywhere right yeah. i mean all the transportation all the, yeah. the, man- are the stuff, everything get. but you're telling me these companies can't eat those charges for a while mm-hmm. y- you know i mean
0: well that would cut into the record profits
1: And isn't that the problem, though? It's supposed to. But, I mean, isn't that the problem? Where does it end if every year has to be record profits? Yeah. Isn't there a certain point where this balloon's going to
0: explode? Exactly. Because, I mean, that's kind of uh, living idyllic where you're not really, your feet are no longer planted in reality. When you're just like, oh, we need to have record profits year after year after year. Well, I mean, that's a good business mindset. And, you know, certainly people are going to, you know, hire CEOs or managers that are going to be driven by that mindset to make whatever decisions in order to reach that end. But in in the same time, we forget that um, most of the people that do the, the, the eating and breathing and living and dying are the people down you know, on the bottom. Well, and see, the
1: problem I find with the trickle-down economics is it all it all hinges on the middle class. Yeah. Because if you kill the middle class, there's no one to pay these big fat cats anymore. That's right. And that's the problem we're getting to is they're starting, you know, they're taking the standard couple that was married or whatever and had a house and could have a car and mm-hmm. could go on a couple vacations a year and live decent you know, still save up enough for retirement, whatever, those days are over.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, now, you know, there's people that do well, but even the people that do okay, you look at the price of homes and the interest rates and the price of groceries yeah. and everything, it is a paycheck to paycheck world. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, to me, there would be twice as much sold in the economy it would be so much stronger if it yeah. was, you know, if these companies weren't so greedy, mm-hmm. but how do you, How do you set that? But to me, they're killing their customer
0: base. Yeah, they are for sure. Because they've just got this mindset that, well, the customer will always need to buy food, right? Well, what happens when there's no more money to buy food? And so now we start to see some... Some different things uh, start to take place. They're rather disconcerting. You start to see where Sam's Club stopped checking receipts as people were on the way out the door. Now Walmart's starting to check receipts on the way out the door.
1: Well, and that—that's another thing we were talking about off air. Is the uh, mm-hmm. self? <laughs> that's the other thing that's got me. Is yeah, you can't go into a at least a grocery mm-hmm. store yeah without having to do self checkout mm-hmm. and. I don't know why, but that drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. You know, they I mean, normally, you know, you go to Walmart and they've got 30 lines, 30 aisles, and none of them are ever open. They've just got the self-checkout mm-hmm. open and their stat clear back, you know. Yeah. So I don't really give a shit or not if you're having a problem with theft mm-hmm. because you're the one that has gotten rid of all the help and you're saving all this money to do it. Yeah. You're if trusting
0: it's a, the consumer to yeah, do your job for you.
1: If it's not paying off for you. Go back to checking everybody out. Sure. But if you want everybody to do their own work, don't Mm -hmm. bitch about it because you've saved hundreds of thousands of dollars in each store, Mm -hmm. not employing people because you don't have work for them anymore, Mm -hmm. but then you bitch when people steal stuff. Well, yeah, you can't blame them, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it, it, it's just frustrating. I don't like the self checkout. I mean, I, yeah. it's great for the one or two items.
0: I, I like the self checkout mostly because I find that uh, the quality of checkout person or bagger has really gone downhill. I, I end up winding, or I, I end up finding myself in, engaged in a very awkward, uncomfortable conversation. With a socially awkward human being. Well, that's because at
1: most stores, at least especially around <laughs> yeah. here, they're all trained to ask you how your day was yeah, and ask fair. you if you have any plans this weekend. And it's so yeah. robotic and programmed. Mm-hmm. It's like, how are you doing today? Yeah. Do you have any fun plans this weekend? And you're like, oh, how about this- you just shut up and check my
0: groceries yeah, for out? For real, there's this one kid. That, like, I swear he asked me the same question two or three times in a row. It's like, so what what are your plans tonight? I'm like, oh, go home and cook dinner. Okay, well, that sounds fun. So, what are your plans tonight? Yeah. I, I just told you.
1: So my plans yeah. are to get out of this goddamn grocery store without yeah. having to talk to you. Shut up, check out my groceries, yeah. bag my groceries. Mm-hmm
0: between that guy and then the uh, old lady that was at the check that was running the checkout behind us that was convinced that because I didn't put my 24 pack of water bottles on the uh, belt that I was trying to steal three dollars worth of water bottles
1: yeah that's the perfect <laughs> thing to steal is a 24 pack of water bottles exactly if you can get that in your pants mm-hmm
0: yeah, I was I, I just kept it on the on the bottom of the shopping cart hoping nobody would notice. Yeah, good idea, Tyler. Thief. She hey, she, she sniffed me out. She's a regular Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Way right. you go, Miss Marple. Yeah.
1: Cat <laughs> yeah, crazy. So, anyways, uh during Christmas time, do you switch off to a lot of Christmas programming, Christmas shows? Do you have a like a, a staple you watch every year? or oh, yeah.
0: We've got several that we'll watch all the time. Well, not necessarily all year long. Although, I must admit that um, there have been times, like in the dead of summer, when it's just those dog days that are just ridiculously hot and you have no way of cooling down. I will throw on a Christmas movie just because it's got snow in it you know see
1: that's something i i i absolutely love christmas but Mm -hmm. i have my limits with it you know yeah i i think it's special and so Mm -hmm. i don't like to stretch it out too far Mm -hmm. i'm not one of those that's
0: yeah you have a healthy relationship with christmas
1: i do i love Mm -hmm. christmas i just don't love christmas at halloween yeah you know i don't even love chris to me christmas shouldn't even have a faint beginning until after yeah. Thanksgiving. That's mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah. And I don't think the music and all the serious Christmas stuff starts until a couple weeks before. And I'm good mm-hmm. with a couple solid weeks. Yeah. You know, and that's what I like mm-hmm. to me. It dilutes it to be more. That's just my opinion, yeah. you know, and I, but I, I do enjoy Christmas. Mm-hmm. I'm not a humbug on any yeah. of that. So what, what are your what would you say your My top staples? Christmas yeah, movie or television staples are?
0: Um, Let's see. There's the uh, Rankin and Bass uh, claymation uh, shows like Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Rudolph the red Nose Reindeer.
1: Rudolph is one of mine, although mm-hmm. it brings back a bad childhood memory when I ate a peanut butter and honey sandwich oh. and immediately puked it up on the carpet.
0: No, that's unfortunate. And
1: every time I see i've never i used to eat peanut butter and honey sandwiches all the time yeah. until that and mm-hmm. i couldn't quit yakking it mm-hmm. now every time and i haven't had one since then i think i was 11 mm-hmm. um but still every time i see rudolph every year which i try to catch yeah um and i think i catch it about every year mm-hmm. and i still get that kind of dry taste in my mouth mm-hmm. <laughs> think of that peanut butter and honey sandwich so yeah that's uh
0: that's a Real discomforting thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: I never liked Frosty yeah. the Snowman, but I did like Rudolph yeah. the Red nosed Reindeer.
0: I'll, I'll watch Frosty Little Burl the Little Burlives, but yeah. Um, another Silver one, Silver and Gold. Uh, Boris Karloff, The Grinch Who Stole Christmas.
1: Yeah, I can't be with you on that one. No, you don't like no, the Grinch. My, my wife likes the Grinch. I do not. I don't.
0: I don't. To me, the Grinch is silly, and I don't mm-hmm. associate it with Christmas. I've always loved the Grinch. Yeah, since I was. I mean. I learned how to read because I would have my grandmother read that book to me over and over and over again. She said, well, how about you read it to me? I, yeah.
1: so I'm going <laughs> to step I back. I, I do enjoy old. the book. Yeah. I do enjoy mm-hmm. all the book, Dr. Seuss books, even though he's mm-hmm. been canceled now for some reason.
0: Yeah. Those dicks. They had no right to cancel Dr. Seuss. Canceled Seuss. Every,
1: they've canceled everything, Tyler. Yeah. You can't do anything anymore. They
0: they probably canceled us. That's why we have one listener.
1: Yeah, just one. Thanks, sweetheart. (laughs) Well, no, we have one addition to your wife. that's true. (laughs) Yeah, so we got two listeners. Yeah, so thank you, whoever you are from Wisconsin. (laughs) But we have been getting a lot of emails, so (laughs) a lot of people telling us to go off the air immediately.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we get that a lot. You know, there is an alternative. We could change how we could become structured and we could have like a a very strict by the script show that we produce every week
1: yeah but I don't
0: see the fun in that no I don't think this is not why people tune in to hear us we don't need another job no we are we're already slogging through your work day with you because well, let's be honest that's what most of us do is you know we listen to podcasts to get through the work day because we're kind of tired of the music all the time yeah so exactly. switch back and forth between podcasts and music To change and that's it up.
1: something i never could have thought you know i've always been into music i mm-hmm. listen to music whether i'm working or yeah. riding in the car or whatever it's i mean it's something i have to have to function but i never would have thought number one just say a book on tape I mm-hmm. the thought of that would have been like what Why the hell would you want to listen to a book on tape? But the thought of podcast, if you would have told me 10 years ago, you Mm -hmm. know, that you're going to listen to essentially talk radio, but almost endless, that's unstructured. I mean, some of it's structured, but a lot of it's just like us, a couple of guys talking about topics. You know, I would have thought you were crazy. Mm -hmm. And it would have sounded very disinteresting, too.
0: Yeah, it was probably about 10 years ago that I was... uh, toying around with the idea of doing a movie review podcast. I was going to call it TV Ties Netflix Queue because that's what it was, is you queue up movies on your Netflix account. I was going to review them and say, hey, this is the kind of person that would enjoy this type of movie.
1: Interesting. Yeah. it was not a bad concept. You probably probably would have been sued. I probably would have been rich. Yeah. Well, that that may have been too. (laughs) But like everything else, you know, we should have, Put thousands of dollars in Amazon, yeah. you know, back mm-hmm. in two thousand two, or exactly, or actually, you know, everybody says Amazon, but really could have put thousands of dollars into anything twenty years ago. Was <laughs> in Walmart, except maybe Sears. Yeah, Sears K-Mart. and Kmart would yeah. have been, <laughs> been a problem. But <laughs> other than that, you know,
0: Circuit City. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, you never know what their stock split was. Yeah. Well, it's time for another break and another
0: advertisement. Yep. Uh, And we'll see you when you get back. Yep. Hey, listener, this is Ty from About What Podcast. If you've been listening to us, you know that Justin is a huge car enthusiast. Maybe you yourself are a huge car enthusiast. Maybe you've just purchased yourself a brand new Trans Am that you want to get all fixed up. Or maybe you've got yourself an old Chevelle, uh, maybe an old Chevy pickup that needs some restoration. Whatever it is that you've got, why don't you head over to joltparts.com. That's Justin's website. See what uh, parts he's got for your restoration, modification, customization. He's into all kinds of stuff. And if you are a listener to this podcast, and I'm assuming you are if you're hearing this, um, you get an offer of 10% off any purchase of $100 or more at checkout. Just use the promo code about what. That's all one, uh, lowercase letters about what. And Justin will give you 10% off your first order of uh, parts from joltparts.com. So turn your clunker into a classic and uh, fix up your brand new Trans Am. Um, GM, uh Pontiac, Mopar, Chrysler, uh, whatever it is you got. Go take a look. Okay, welcome back to our listener. We've uh, appreciated you listening to our um our ads, which is probably me, because I think I'm I'm the only one that's recorded an ad.
1: Yes. You think, should I record an ad?
0: I don't know. We gotta find another sponsor so you can recording ad cuz it's kind of, you know, it's a little cheeky to be promoting your own business, right?
1: Well, I I guess. I mean, yeah. don't you think I'm promoting my own business by you saying it anyways?
0: It should be. Well, I, Yeah, I, I don't know. I just take my word for it. And don't or don't take my word for well,
1: it. Well, we do have a couple sponsorship opportunities and if mm-hmm. if they turn out well, mm-hmm. then they'll record the damn ads for us. That's right. Well, who knows? I know Joe Rogan still records all his own ads and he's the biggest podcast in
0: the world. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, Hey, he's, he's can take the time to do it. Right. Yeah. So, Um, and I wanted to follow up on our, uh, before the break conversation. So what are, what are your staple movies for the holidays? um like i said i i try to always catch rudolph the red-nosed
1: reindeer mm-hmm. um that just was just
0: without eating a peanut butter honey sandwich, yeah right?
1: no peanut butter and honey maybe a peanut butter because i still do yeah. eat peanut peanut butter sandwiches mm-hmm. but i don't eat them with jelly funny enough i just like peanut butter on bread and so, i
0: so does mrs tyler and know? i
1: prefer peanut butter on wheat bread oh really funny enough yeah mm-hmm. so or a multi-grain or something mm-hmm. like that you know um
0: I can understand that I feel the same way
1: I try to always catch uh Christmas vacation mm-hmm. I, I there's love another it. staple yeah is that one you try to oh, catch I absolutely yeah, agree, yeah. I, I think those two are my number ones uh my wife does watch some of the hallmark ones and I kind of catch them as they're on sometimes and i'll if they're kind of a cute little show with a cute theme i'll I'll watch it but but a lot of them are you know just cookie cutter Mm-hmm. Cookie cutter deals of themselves yeah. um past that, I don't really have a lot of them mm-hmm. um I always Christmas vacation I don't think I've missed in thirty years, sure. but I've always been a big national lampoon's vacation yeah. Yeah. fan yeah um I'm a Chevy Chase fan mm-hmm. like him, and so it it's a good mix and that that's a good movie kind of for our childhoods too you know because yeah. It it was what was it filmed in uh, eighty nine yeah so I mean I was twelve yeah so it, I don't know that just kind of hits the spot mm-hmm. Um
0: yeah because you would have been about the age of uh, Rusty yeah. yeah in that one in anyway that one. since yeah. Rusty's a different person in every movie <laughs> in every movie yeah <laughs> yeah
1: which I find quite comical well, you know it, I I really enjoy like Vegas vacation
0: quite a quite a quite a bit as well and i finally watched vegas vacation that's a a, a homework assignment you gave me 10 years ago
1: <laughs> something like that yeah, did you I, enjoy it i did i yeah. thought it was great <laughs> yeah it is what it is right yeah. i mean uh, it, it's not meant to be some work of art no
0: it was a good follow-up to the uh the vacation series
1: yeah i i guess i you know is it tnt that does the 24 hours of the christmas story yeah and i think they're not doing it this year Aren't they? I heard they're changing. I think to what is the one with
0: asswipe in it? Uh, Oh, Elf.
1: Yeah, Buddy the Elf.
0: Yeah, uh, Elf with Will Ferrell.
1: Yeah, and of course you can probably tell I'm not a Will Ferrell fan. About when you say (laughs) asswipe. Yeah, you know I was either talking about Will Ferrell
0: Mm -hmm. or Ben Stiller. Yeah, and Ben Stiller is not in. uh, I'm not aware of any Ben Stiller. Well. I guess he's in Meet the Fockers, but is that really a Christmas movie? See, with
1: with Will Ferrell, I really can't stand anything he's in. Mm -hmm. I don't know why; I just don't like him. Ben Stiller, I dislike, but there are movies I like him. Like I liked him in The Fockers. Yeah. Uh, Uh, What
0: about Heavyweights? Did you? I've never seen. I don't think I have. Old uh, Disney movie from probably the nineties, mid nineties.
1: No, I don't believe I've seen that. You'd
0: probably like that one,
1: but I I would say the. So I watched A Christmas Story every year. I I, I was going to try and catch mm-hmm. the new one on HBO mm-hmm. um, that you told me about, and I saw yeah. it was on there, so I was going to catch that.
0: It was a much better sequel than The Christmas Story 2 That where they had Howard Stern, or not Howard Stern, Daniel Stern. Yeah, Daniel play, Stern. Play the, the the old man. Yeah,
1: yeah, I didn't like that one at all. Although Daniel Stern is the voice in The Wonder Years. Mm-hmm. and i forgot about that yeah, image, yeah which is one of my favorite series but mm-hmm. you know i think past that i don't really catch a lot of them i like watching you know some of the old uh, sitcoms from our youth like home mm-hmm. improvement or, yeah. or even the wonder years or mm-hmm. things like that they'll they'll generally have their christmas episodes out on reruns and stuff and i yeah. i like catching them but i don't i i don't really get too heavy into the movies and, and maybe that's just because i
0: don't simply have the time you know what about uh, a christmas carol the ebenezer scrooge uh, one is there any particular one that you like or or do you just hate them all
1: no i don't hate them all i i've seen many of them but i don't think i really couldn't tell you it doesn't
0: jingle jingle you not bills. really
1: when i was younger <laughs> i'd watch the the is it the one that had scrooge mcduck in it
0: oh the uh, mickey's christmas carol the yeah one. yeah yeah and i i like that one. it
1: made me sad yeah yeah That's, um,
0: yeah so, well he, it is kind of a sad one yeah and, but uh, but so. i'm not
1: a big cartoon guy anyways um so i don't know do you do you have any cartoon christmas movies you like watching every year
0: oh let's see the cartoon ones um let's see my my wife grew up watching this Disney sing-along tape and so it's like a it's a you know Disney used to make those singalong tapes where they play yeah. music and you know have like all the the lyrics across the the bottom while they play Disney uh clips in the background and uh so I found this uh this uh, VHS tape one year and got it for her for Christmas. We watch that every year. Um, we also watch... On VHS? On VHS.
1: Can't you find it on DVD?
0: It, it's on YouTube now. Oh. I I haven't found it on DVD. I'm not sure if they made it on DVD.
1: I was going to say you could... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they it, do it have on those YouTube, where you though. can burn them over to DVD, but what good yeah. does that do? Because the quality isn't going to be any better if it's burned over from a VHS. True. It, you know, and it's funny, I never noticed... I watched VHS not too long ago, and the quality is poor. Mm-hmm. And you don't notice. It's just like I yeah, was you watching. you didn't
0: notice the whole time you were growing up watching it. Well, yeah,
1: I was watching a University of Utah football game mm-hmm. last week. I, I, I'm I, not really yeah. into football, but I've always liked the University of Utah for some reason. and okay. They did pretty well this year. And so I was watching them. It's really the only football I watch. I don't mm-hmm. watch other football, but... <laughs> For some reason, I recorded it. I like recording them because then I can watch the game in about an hour instead of the three hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and for some
0: through all the commercials,
1: exactly, and Mm halftime, and when they're standing around doing nothing. And football is not my favorite sport, but Mm -hmm. um, for some reason, it didn't record on the HD channel. Oh. And I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, how the hell did we do this? Because it was pissing me off. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm, I'm sure a little bit, little bit of that is um, magnified by the fact that I have a 75-inch screen TV. Because you take a poor picture and yeah. blow it up that big, you know. You can it, really notice it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can see there's like 12 pixels yeah. on the whole screen, you know.
0: Yeah, VHS was more designed for the 13-inch uh, screen. It, that was well, standard. and that's
1: how the non-HD channels are designed as well. You know, you looking like you need to hit the cough button. I
0: do. So I'm grabbing the cough Here comes
1: a cough drop. Yeah. Let's.
0: Cough drop number two.
1: Okay, perfect. We are moistening that esophagus.
0: Moisten the larynx. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
1: But I, you know, it's funny how things have changed. And I, I was on a drive the other night with my wife and just kind of listening to music and thinking to myself of things and, I was thinking we've probably seen the biggest um, change in technology in our lives. You know, we're, we're probably the last generation that's going to know the pre and post cell phone era. True. And that's huge. You know, computers are huge. Yeah. You know, but but they're at home, right? I yeah. mean, once, once we got those cell phones and more specifically when they went to the smartphones where everybody had smartphones you know and we're carrying these little computers everything's changed and i know we talk about this a mm-hmm. lot but i i was thinking about like tv the the way tv's changed you know i mean every tv i bought mm-hmm. has been the same price yeah starting at my 29 inch tv you know mm-hmm. yeah and then the next year you know we just say well let's go to a big 35 mm mm-hmm. And then we went to a 42 that was HD, and I'm like, oh, 1500 bucks! this is great.
0: <coughs> there it was. There it
1: was. Mm-hmm. Damn it. I would have hit the button. All you have to do is tell me. I know. Anyways, you know, so the 42-inch TV was the first TV that I bought that was HD. And I'm, I'm a huge TV mm-hmm. guy. I mean, yeah. the way I look at it, I spend most of my time either watching TV or sleeping. Mm-hmm. So you should spend a lot of money on your couch, your TV, yeah. and your bed. Mm-hmm.
0: That's uh, I've heard that before. You know, solid it, advice.
1: Yeah, it, and that's advice I just come up with. But yeah,
0: and the remarkable thing is that uh, TV prices are coming down. And your someday.
1: underwear. Well, that's what I was getting <laughs> yeah, at. Is deal. is forty two inch TV I bought was seven twenty p HD. I think it was fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, we had it five or six years. It shit the bed. We got a forty six inch and it was fifteen hundred bucks, and mm-hmm. it was a ten eighty p right. Yeah. Well, after a while, we decided we need to put that one down for the kids and we're going to get us a 52 mm-hmm. So we got a 52, 1500 bucks. Yeah. You know, one of them ate shit. We went to the 55,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, 1500 bucks.
0: Seems like I saw a 70 inch TV in Walmart the other day for about 700 to 800. So,
1: well, that's what I was getting at. So, I got a 65, it was <laughs> mm-hmm. 1500. Now, we got a 75, it was 1400. Mm-hmm. I was in Best Buy the other day and they had some Samsung and Sony 75 inch TVs, 600 bucks.
0: Yeah, I'm They're like, ridiculous. what the hell?
1: You know, I know.
0: And well, I, looking back, like the big, uh, televisions that were in cabinets and stuff oh yeah shoot i mean yeah that was furniture yeah it was a couple hundred bucks for that back then but you know adjusting for inflation it was the the price of a car
1: yeah i mean i remember when we first got married we got a 29 inch jvc tv that both of our parents went in and bought for us and i think it was like 600 bucks Mm -hmm. and this is 20 years ago yeah you know plus actually more than 20 years ago Mm -hmm. and i remember that 29 inch tv was huge yeah compared to what we had before you know and i mean going back to when i was a kid you know my parents had like a 19 inch tv and then we had a little 13 inch black and white tv in the other room and that's what i always watched yeah so uh, do they even make black and white tvs anymore doubt it yeah i guess what would be the point i i don't know i think it makes old movies look better
0: it it should.
1: We could have watched Hard Day's Night on that. We wouldn't have noticed we wouldn't the notice
0: difference. The difference, yeah.
1: I was actually surprised because when I rewatched Hard Day's Night, um, I watched it on my 75-inch TV that's upstairs. Mm-hmm. And it looked surprisingly really good. Good. Yeah, it wasn't. You know, some of your older movies, when you stretch them out, they look funny. How large is your TV?
0: Uh 55 and uh, I inherited it from my sister who was uh, closing down a business, and they had a bunch of these 55-inch televisions.
1: It's about time for you to go buy a 65 or a 75.
0: I don't know that it would fit. Uh, it's kind of odd to say that, but I think that's ac- that's pretty accurate.
1: Well, we're at a 75 now, mm-hmm. and we sit quite a bit further away than you do. How our...
0: Well, you have a bigger house.
1: Well, yeah, I know, but I don't think I would go any bigger than that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I remember probably said the same thing when we got a 29-inch TV. So, <laughs> you know,
0: who knows? Yeah, you'll never need anything bigger than that. Yeah. One interesting thing I noticed, uh, there's certain old, uh, like, movies, say pre-1980, that you watch and you can really see <laughs> the quality of the makeup job that... Uh, was done on the actors.
1: You mean yeah. the old movies now when you see them in HD? Yeah, because they've yeah. been
0: uh, restored or like enhanced in yeah. HD. So.
1: Well, I've heard a lot of actors aren't happy with that. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, because you're seeing all their your pimples Everything, and, yeah. you know, pockmarks or whatever they may have.
0: Yeah, if they can't hide it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Kind of strange, you know? Mm-hmm. You think one day movies will be CGI completely?
0: Um, Some of them are. And it's, It's something that I'm, it's always felt icky to me. Um, The movie Polar Express, complete CGI. Yeah, but that's
1: done in a manner that it's almost cartoonish. It's not, it's it's not in a realistic, you know.
0: Yeah, that's Tom Hanks, uh, you know, Christmas movie. Um, Homage to Tom Hanks.
1: Yeah, but it, but it's. I guess what I'm getting at is you think CGI will get because it's obviously increasing every year you think it'll get a point where it's absolutely indistinguishable?
0: I would hope so um I know they're getting closer and closer all the time.
1: I mean that way Brad yeah. Pitt doesn't age you yeah. know or whoever it may well, be exactly you
0: know? you, and not only that, but you can have Brad Pitt from like you know his 20s or from his 30s whatever Brad Pitt you prefer. Does Brad Pitt change all that?
1: No, but, you know, it makes me wonder, you know, they're going to go and find good-looking actors and actresses, Mm -hmm. and they'll purchase their likeness from them, but they'll never have to act.
0: Exactly.
1: And then they'll have voice actors, or even that could probably be Mm -hmm. computer-generated.
0: Well, how excellent would that be, that you could take a movie and cast anybody who's ever acted in a film?
1: And have them act opposite yeah, so, of each other. So you other. could
0: ha- you could cast Errol Flynn, and um, let's see, who, who else am I thinking? Like Olivia Wilde, and you could also uh, have Pete Davidson. Yeah, Pete Davidson in there as well. Of course, he'd go <laughs> after
1: <laughs> Olivia. And, probably go after probably wealthy, Errol. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. and Errol'd be fine with that.
1: You know what I would like to see is prime prime. You know, I'm I'm talking probably. Outlaw Josie Wales, Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. Kick the living shit out of that piece of shit, John Wayne.
0: Oh, this is the movie that needs to be made. You
1: know, I, I've had a couple of people that are huge John Wayne fans that always argue with me that John mm-hmm. could kick Clint to ass. And I, I thought, well, first of all, he's in Born a box six foot underground. <laughs> yeah. so So there's that. There's that. Yeah. So let's see him spitball his way out of that one and second of all he's a pussy yeah that's all i gotta say his mm-hmm. pants were short and he couldn't do anything clint yeah. would wipe i mean is there even do you i mean do you want to try and argue with me about clint, this i mean
0: i think clint would probably um punch himself a few times really freaking hard yeah just to try and even the battlefield
1: yeah that's a good point
0: yeah I'm thinking that's that's what would have to be done. Either that or Clint would uh take one of his uh you know popular guys from his movies that he always worked with and yeah throw him on John Wayne's side. <laughs> like, just okay. to beat the shit out of yeah, both of them. Just to make this fair. You're you can have <laughs> him to me it's <laughs> just I mean, to me that
1: situation is cool versus howdy duty.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: You don't know, cause that's what John Wayne is. Yeah. And I let's mm-hmm. be honest, I don't have anything against John Wayne. He is just a How poor good. actor.
0: Oh yeah, because that's there's he's one dimensional. Yeah, he, and you know th- there's certain times where when it comes to Clint Eastwood, you'll get Clint Eastwood. Um, he kind of had a, a a little bit of a typecast during the spaghetti westerns.
1: Well, he did have a typecast, but he was mysterious and he was. Cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? there were, yeah. It wasn't, you're right. He was certainly
0: typecast. And I, I think yeah. that happens to most because, I mean, what makes money, right? And John Wayne just really strikes me as being a loudmouth Republican.
1: It will, your old style Republican. Yeah. I think your new
0: Republican, Re- Reagan Republican.
1: Yeah. First yeah. of all, your new Republicans and mm-hmm. new Democrats are all goddamn they're crazy. All the yeah. yeah they, they're all, you know, the new Republican. Is mm-hmm. the same as a new Democrat. It's just yeah. one believes in abortion, one doesn't. And yeah. that's about the difference. They're both crazy as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, which... And
0: they'll say whatever you want them to say. Just pay them enough money.
1: Yeah. And there we go again with the problems right mm-hmm. now, right? Money, 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 no, money. No free thinking. Yeah. Constant. You know, I listened to, you know, Chris Como that was on. Yeah. Uh, CNN got mm-hmm. fired for helping his brother. He did? But, uh, yeah. That's a shit. You know, and somebody asked him, you know, did you really help your brother? And he says, God damn right, I did. And he says, I'd do it again.
0: Um, he, <laughs> did you help somebody else? Yeah. Well, no shit. So he's got a new podcast. <laughs> you can help a family member? He's
1: got a new podcast mm-hmm. called The Chris Como Project that yeah. I listen to. And I really like him because he's got this thing. He doesn't believe in independence, he believes in what's called free agent. Okay. He sells this gear that's called free agent gear. Uh, you know, it says free agent, but mm-hmm. basically open heart, open mind, willing to listen to everyone, whether you agree with them or not. And I like that, whether it's a money-making grab, whether it's whatever, the idea is excellent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, cause you hear a lot of people including myself, who says I'm independent. And I'm really not independent. But I
0: just, that's the goal that we're driving towards, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You know, Is that kind of independence where we can live in a world where everyone's free to express their ideas and then the cream rises to the surface top?
1: He Chris has taken a lot of flack lately because since he's uh, started his own podcast, he's brought on you know, controversial Democrats, controversial Republicans. He brought Mm -hmm. on Kanye West, also Mm -hmm. known as Yee, and he went after him too. He let him speak his mind. Mm-hmm. and say all the stupid shit he is. And that, and that's kind mm-hmm. of what he said. He says, I want people on here to say what they had to say. And he yeah. says, then I can point out why I believe they are wrong or saying things are anti-Semitic or whatever it may be, right? And yeah. he says, "These it's important that these people speak their minds, whether mm-hmm. they're wrong or not.
0: Yeah, I, I watched enough episodes of The Chappelle Show mm-hmm. to understand that I really want to see Kanye West express himself.
1: Something like that, Mostly
0: right? from that episode where Dave Chappelle said, what if you had a, a, a black guy who's blind, who's a white supremacist and doesn't know that he's black?
1: That'd, that'd be an interesting... Oh, it episode.
0: was a hilarious episode. I don't know if you've ever watched the Chappelle show. but I, was, I think I caught a couple of them years ago,
1: but... Chappelle, he's a funny guy too, you know, yeah. he, I, I really like him, but you know, that that's what's going wrong. You know, I believe in free speech, whether I agree with it or not. Mm-hmm. There, there is a fine line when you do get to hate speech and things that can cause.
0: Well, I, I think that's the way I like about Kanye West or, or he, mm-hmm. he, he seems to be a black white supremacist. Y-
1: I think he's anything you want him to be. I think he's goddamn crazy is what he is. It seems to me. And, I mean, obviously, I'm not into his music, but he's been very, very successful in what he's done. He's I, a,
0: I liked Gold Digger.
1: Did you? I did like one song that we played at the, <laughs> I don't remember what the jazz games when I went to him, But, you know... There, I think that stuff needs to be exposed, and if there's people that agree with him, so be it, because those people who agree with him already agree and already think that way anyways. Like, mm-hmm. I think exposure is good mm-hmm. to things we don't want to hear just so mm-hmm. we can make our own judgments on things. Sure. I mean, yeah, it goes too far when you got people coming out yeah. and saying, hey, we need to kill these people and these people. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, there has to be a solid yeah. line drawn there, but it, it's... I don't know. Everything is so censored in the... The, you know, everybody being canceled for saying one stupid little thing now is, is so Mm -hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's embarrassing that, you know, we're such, you know, our country, we believe in freedom so much, but it.
0: Well, and we live in a country where Kyle Rittenhouse is free to run for Congress when he becomes of age. Mm -hmm. I don't know what makes him feel qualified to run for public office. But hey, if he wants to run because he killed a bunch of white people. <laughs>
1: then, well, okay. and your, your take on that could be one way or the other. But I mean, I look at what we just had in Georgia with Herschel Walker. Yeah. A guy that could barely talk, for God's sake. True. I mean, to put put hey, a the, coherent the, sentence together was is, a struggle.
0: This is the person that most Georgians decide um, they identify with mm-hmm. someone who can barely talk. Which, oh, and Marjorie Taylor Greene, no less.
1: Yes, which I think yeah. the bigger question is, should we be replacing Georgia's estate with Puerto Rico?
0: Absolutely. Yes,
1: I agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, to not, me... Not a question. Not a question, but everyone that's there has to stay there. Yeah. We shut down Atlanta Airport, mm-hmm. even though it's the busiest airport in the United States. Yeah, and it's shaped like an E. I'm sure we. E. I'm sure we can build a larger airport in Charlotte or something yeah, like Savannah. that. Savannah.
0: Yeah. Or, oh no, we wouldn't. we're gonna get out of Georgia. So, uh, Montgomery, Alabama, and Charlotte, South Carolina.
1: Yeah, because yeah. those those people are mm-hmm. real level headed Yeah. Exactly. to the Georgians.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When when you got the the Alabama people by comparison being level headed, you know you you know you screwed up somewhere.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It just, do you think our country and things are in an extreme they've never been at? Or do you think the media is pinpointing it more? Or do you think because of how things have been, people are angling for a difference or something extreme that's just off the beaten path and not a standard politician and I mean, what is it, or or does it go back to the thing you said very first thing tonight that most people are goddamn idiots? Because that's basically what you said. Yeah, you said basically at least half. Yeah, and you're being generous as well, hell. Well,
0: consi- like I said, consider how stupid the average American is, and then realize. Well, I think you're. I think you're getting.
1: I think you're going pretty far saying American because I think it's human.
0: Oh yeah, how stupid the average human being is. And then you realize that half of them are, and that's all. That's a significant number. Okay, so, so your so, average human being is pretty dumb, and then half, like four billion people on this earth, are even dumber than that.
1: So you've got five percent that are intelligent, and you've got five percent that can't even that muster a coherent <clears throat> sentence. Or... Yeah, five,
0: five five percent that really don't have any activity going on at all they're basically just on life support because they just their family just can't bear to pull the plug
1: that makes sense that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah it's just i think it's exposure isn't it yeah i mean because it used to be so regional because we'd see regional news and regional Mm -hmm. things but now everything's at our fingertips
0: yeah and and yet we seem to have so much more ignorance regard in spite of the exposure
1: yeah because if you would have thought of that before mm-hmm. you would have thought exposure and worldwide yeah. exposure would give you so much more intelligence so much more knowledge you think yeah. having a mini computer in mm-hmm. your hands at any given time that you know if you wanted to you know seek you know a truth or yeah. a fact you could do it but we but even now if we find a fact you know somewhere mm-hmm. on a you know a
0: well we have we we have podcasts, we have our podcast, and let's call ourselves the average, okay? So we're not super smart, not super dumb. But you've got people like Chris Cuomo, you've got Neil deGrasse Tyson, you've got you know some really intelligent people, you got people that uh you know sit as doctoral chairs in universities that do podcasts about you know, philosophy or about history or about science or about any of these things that you would want to know. And you can tune into those podcasts. Instead, what do we get? We get influencers.
1: Well, in that, but in the same. And that's what we listen to. In the same case, (laughs) we've got just as many people in those strong positions that can't even Mm -hmm. form a sentence or no. I mean, look at our choices in presidents recently look at our choices in Congress and
0: yeah, ever since George Bush jr. I mean, he, he couldn't even uh, speak properly.
1: No. And I, I dislike George Bush jr. Severely and I'd like nothing more to have him back now. Yeah. I mean, because you know, as poor as the decision Mm -hmm. was, and especially all the things you hear about him afterwards of how I, I guess how unintelligent of a person he was. He at
0: least came across as presidential, right? He
1: did, and he still does. And I'm thinking, God, can we at least get back to
0: that? Yeah. And, you know? and that's regarding our our current situation. Yeah. Because <clears throat> the president that we have now, he should be just about ready to have his license taken away and moved into a home, right?
1: Yeah, maybe we ought to try CGI with him.
0: That would be a good idea.
1: You know, go back to him, you know, in the 80s or something, you know, shave off about 40 years. Yeah. And just have him...
0: that run the the country.
1: Yeah, have him appear on stage in CGI Mm -hmm. and find, you know, a a group of 10 or 12 of the most intelligent men and women in the world to make all the decisions.
0: Because it's real sad to see an 80-year-old man try to pretend that he's not an 80-year-old man, right? Well, it seems like he tries to spend so much time proving that he's not old and feeble and losing his mind.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, I I think there's certain things he's done. I shouldn't say him, but his cabinet has done a good job. And I'll even say that for Mm -hmm. Trump. You know, there Mm -hmm. were certain things, but but neither are presidential. I think Joe Biden definitely is more presidential than Trump was, or at least a younger Joe Biden would have been. Mm -hmm. But yeah, our choices are pretty... Sparse, But yeah. that's all we got for this evening. Merry and Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and send us an email at aboutwhatpod at gmail.com. Visit our Instagram at aboutwhatpod. Tyler's going to start putting some more content out there. So yep. please check it Pretty out. for that. And thank you for sticking with us. See you next week.